0: How are you feeling? I want you to take a moment. I just want you to share with whoever you're watching this with and maybe even post how you're feeling online right now. Maybe you're feeling a little anxious. Maybe you're feeling a little fearful. Maybe you're feeling at peace. Maybe you're feeling joyful. Maybe some of you are feeling ambitious. You're like, after watching this, I just feel like doing some decluttering. I'm going to go clean out a closet that I haven't touched in years. Last week, we started a series called Disruption, and and we talked about how uh, basically all of our life in some capacity has been disrupted. Our schedules, our jobs, school, we face a lot of change in a small amount of time. And with change and with disruption comes a lot of emotions. And and emotions are one of those things that makes some of us cringe. We don't know how to deal with emotions. Emotions are strange things, aren't they? Emotions basically are kind of like the wind. It's unpredictable. Sometimes it's comforting and refreshing. There's nothing like a nice fresh breeze that just kind of encourages you and makes you feel peaceful. But then wind can also uh, be threatening. We've seen the damage that wind can cause. Uh, Emotions causes us to do things that we normally wouldn't do. I I think about when I was dating my wife. I'm not a late-night person. Uh, I'm more of an early morning person, uh, but dating her because of my love for her, uh, it caused me to be a late night person. I I wanted to spend every minute that I possibly could with her. Uh, We would stay up till midnight, one, two o'clock. It didn't matter if I had a 45 minute drive ahead of me. Uh, I would do anything just to spend a few moments with her. Uh, Emotions causes us to do things that are a little bit uncharacteristic at times. Sometimes emotions causes us to do things that are a little out of character. Sometimes we, do, we say things that uh, we shouldn't say. We get angry. We get frustrated. Uh, we, we say and do mean things. Sometimes we act like a two-year-old throwing a little tantrum. We don't understand why we act the way we do at times because of emotions. I, I want to remind you that our God has emotions that He loves, that He gets jealous, that He gets angry at times, He gets frustrated, He hates sin. And we are made in the image of God and we too have emotions. And these emotions are actually a gift uh, from God so that that we can feel. Without emotions, we would be robots. And because of these emotions, we can have relationships we can love, we can be generous, we can be loyal. And and so there's a great little story in the Bible that we see a bunch of different emotions. In John chapter 11, uh, Jesus is hanging out with his disciples, his close friends, and he gets word that one of his friends, Lazarus, is ill, basically on his deathbed. And instead of Jesus rushing off to, to see him, he waits a couple of days. And then he tells his disciples, hey, we're going uh, to, uh, to Bethany that's outside of Jerusalem. And his disciples said, whoa, uh, Jesus, I don't know if you remember, but they tried to stone you the last time you were in that area. The religious leaders, the Sanhedrin, you're on their hit list. They, they want to kill you. And, and so you, you see the anxiety. You see the fear that, that they have. this emotion that's in them. And and then there's one of the disciples named Thomas. You might know him better as uh, Doubting Thomas because when Jesus rose from the dead, he said, hey, I won't believe until I see the nail scars. Well, in this case, Thomas shows courage. He says, hey, Jesus, I'll go with you. I'm willing to die for you. I mean, hey, you want to go? I'm there with you. And and so Jesus goes to Bethany and and he meets Lazarus' sister, one of his sisters sisters, Martha, and Martha comes out and greets Jesus and says, hey, Jesus, if you would have been here, Lazarus wouldn't have died. I know that you had the power to keep him alive. And he has a conversation, Jesus has a conversation with Martha, encourages her, gives her hope and says, hey, go back and get your uh, sister Mary. And, And so she goes back and tells Mary, hey, Jesus is here and and Mary darts out of the house, and, and other people are like, hey, she must be going out uh, to, uh, to see uh, to the tomb of Lazarus uh, to, to grieve some more. And so they start following her, but she sees Jesus, and she falls uh, to Jesus' feet, and, and she uh, says basically the same thing that Martha says. Hey, if you would have been here, Jesus, uh, my brother wouldn't have died. And again, it sounds a little accusatory, but I really think it's also a statement of faith saying, Hey, Jesus, if you would have been here, I know that you would have had the power to heal him. Uh, we've, We've seen you do these different miracles. We know that what you're capable of. And in verse 33, it says, When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people welling with her, a deep anger welled up within him. Uh, basically the images of a horse snorting in greek i mean like he's not happy he he, he's mad because uh, of the pain that death has caused of the grief that he's seeing his friends experience says he was deeply troubled Uh, and then he says where have you put him and and they told him lord come and see And it says, then Jesus wept. He he has sorrow. He has this deep emotion of grief. The the people were standing nearby and and said, see how much he loved him? Uh, Evidently, it's pretty obvious Jesus must have loved his friend if he's weeping like this. But then some said, "Uh, this man healed a blind man. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? You're always going to deal with people who are going to criticize even in times of trouble, in times of disruption. Jesus doesn't even answer them. Uh, he, he says, hey, uh, roll the stone aside. But Martha, Lazarus' sister, protests and says, Lord, he's been dead for four days. Now, Jesus has healed other a couple of other people, but it was shortly after their death. But this has been four days, and he and she says, the smell will be terrible. Basically, the King James says, he stinketh. Like the body's decaying. This isn't going to be pleasant. But Jesus goes ahead and orders the, the rock road away. And, and then he prays to God. And, and, and the text is very clear. He's doing this uh, for the people to show that he was sent from God. And he says, Lazarus, Lazarus, come out. And, and then the dead man came out with his hands uh, and feet bound in grave clothes and his face wrapped in a headcloth. Now, scholars say most likely he didn't walk out, but he was actually hopping out because he had these grave clothes that were binding his legs and his feet. And then Jesus said, told them, unwrap him and let him go. Basically, he had this headcloth on and hey, he's alive now. And so you need to take that off so he can actually breathe. It's a little, little comical here. Like they see him, I think they're probably in shock. And Jesus is like, hey, remember, take off the cloth so he can breathe. Can you, can you picture who would be more shocked? Mary and Martha seeing Lazarus or Lazarus seeing Mary and Martha? And can you imagine the conversation that they had? Uh, the questions that Mary and Martha and the, his friends might have had. Hey, Lazarus, what was it like to be in the presence of God? What was that like? And maybe Lazarus was saying, hey, what did I miss? What was my funeral like? We, we see all of these different emotions in this passage. We, we see grief, we see anger, we see anxiety. And, and when we're going through disruption, these emotions are, are common. And, and I want to encourage you to engage your emotions. I, I read a great little book this week called Untangling Emotions by Jade Groves and Winston T. Smith. And, and, and basically it was that challenge. Hey, untangle your emotions. Engage your emotions. And one of the principles that's in this book, they say the Bible tells us that our emotions are an expression of what we value and what we love. Our emotions are an expression of what we value and what we love. Let me demonstrate it this way. If you're a grandparent out there and you're watching this, um, chances are that when you see your grandkids, a, a big smile comes to your face. You're joyful. Why? Because you value your grandkids. You think that your grandchild is the best of all time, uh, or your grandchildren. They are the best. They bring joy. They bring a smile to your face. Why? Because you value and you love them. And and so if you keep on asking that question, a lot of our emotions are an expression of the the things that we value and love. And, And sometimes those are positive things. And sometimes when we ask that question, we're led down another path that shows us that maybe there's some things that we value and we love that maybe we shouldn't. Maybe it shows us that we're a little bit more selfish than what we like to admit. And so as we engage our emotions, especially in this time of disruption, I want to give you three questions. When emotions come on your radar, first of all, I want you to ask, what emotions am I feeling? I want you to identify those. And maybe it's several at one time. Maybe it's love. Maybe it's jealousy. And Maybe it's sorrow. Maybe it's anxiety. The second question I want you to ask is, what is the real reason that I'm feeling like this? What am I loving and what am I valuing? What what are those things in my life that I'm loving and valuing? Let me give you an example of this. Let's let's pretend like my three sons, they say, hey, I'm going to surprise Dad and I'm going to go mow the yard. And so they start mowing and they end up breaking the lawnmower. Maybe they run over a sprinkler head. Maybe they run over a root or a rock or something like that. And they come in and say, hey, dad, uh, we were mowing the yard for you, but um, we broke the lawnmower. And the emotion that comes up in me is frustration and anger. Because I'm thinking in back of my head, now I have to fix the lawnmower. I have to see how much damage they did. And, and, and basically, what that tells me is what I value is efficiency and comfort, just like many of you do, uh, like most of the world do. We, we like everything to run smooth. And, and a lot of our emotions, if we go back and we evaluate them, they, they will tell us what we value and what we love. And so I want to encourage you, as you're engaging your emotions, go ahead and start tracing it back. Now, the third question that I have for you is as you are processing your emotions, I want you to ask, how can I help others engage their emotion? Look outside of yourself and think, okay, how can I help others? And Jesus wept. Jesus was angry at death. He was sympathizing with Mary and Martha and those grieving. We see that Paul writes uh, in Romans uh, 12 15. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. As a faith community, I think it's very important that we sympathize, that we rejoice with those who rejoice and that we weep with those who are weep, that are those who weep, that those who are grieving. I think about the book of Job. Job lost his health, he lost his wealth, he lost his kids, and he was in a really bad time, and his friends came to visit him, and the best thing that they did was they sat with him for seven days. Didn't say a word, just, just sat with him. Now, I wanna encourage you, if, if you know someone out there right now that maybe they're feeling a little down, maybe they're feeling a little isolated, call them and, and listen to them. Let them vent, let them express their emotions. And if you're that person out there that you feel lonely and, and isolated, I want you to know that I'm here. You can contact me in a wide variety of ways. Send me a message. I want to listen to you. I want to encourage you. I want to pray with you. Uh, We have a saying at Castle Hills Christian Church, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. And and as we're engaging some of our emotions, we're going to have some down days. And and that's okay. Uh, But I want to to remind you that that God continues to walk through us, uh, walk with us in the disruption. And so let me pray for you uh, as we continue to uh, engage our emotions. Dear God, I just thank you uh, for giving us emotions, and I, help, or I pray that you would help us as we uh, evaluate those, as we engage those. I, I pray that, uh, our, that we can express our emotions in a way that honors you. I also pray that you would be with those who are struggling right now, that you would encourage them. In your precious holy name, amen.